in the day, black in the night Stripes in our veins, sparks gonna fly The beast is awake, orange, black and white Cause when the jungle come alive, who day we ignite and Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I bring you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the back-to-back AFC North champion Cincinnati Bengals. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 2,112 subscribers. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, if you watch on Facebook or Twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, why not? Please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. Hit the bell for notification. So every time I go live, you'll be notified. Because sometimes I go live, and I don't even tell anybody. You might want to check it out. So also in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing super chat. So if you got a question you want to ask Chris, Ace Raison, it's kind of French Raison, about the Bengals Bomb Squad, the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame Ultimate Fan stuff, Give a super chat. I greatly appreciate it. And as always, I've come to you live from the Ice Cave. And the Ice Cave is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know it. Always brought to you by Jackpot Joey. We got the gear. We got the hat. We got the flags. We also got the beer. Beer is brought to you by Brick Brewery. Uh, go there and you can buy it from them directly at, on Hamilton Avenue. Or you can get it at Cork and Bottle. In Kentucky, uh, you can get it at uh, Jungle Gems. Uh, like I said, supplies are limited right now because football season's ending. We're you know we're slowing down a little bit, but we'll be bringing it back. But if you want any of the hats, gear, or any of that stuff, go to jackpotjoey9.com. And please remember, portions of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund and the Joe Burrow Foundation. So we like to support that as much as we can. And if you have not done it yet, why not? Sports betting is legal in Ohio. So go sign up for Betfred. Get you free bets. Get you some money. We got the NBA All-Star game this week. I'm sure they got some weird bets you can do on there. We got college football. We got the XFL. You're missing football. We got the XFL coming this weekend. So maybe you can make some bets there. So make sure you check out Betfred Sports. What's up to everybody in the chat crew? We got Stranger, your first, Chris Porkchop. Greg Gray's, uh, Brad, Crip, and Kevin. What's going on, guys? All right, this is a very cool show. I've been trying to get him on for probably, about, I don't know, I asked him, I think, last year, and then we just never were able to hook up. And I have fun with Chris every Sunday because the more I start my tailgate off, I start a Bomb Squad West. Him, Day Baby, always hook me up. We have a great time. We're going to have some fun. Drink some beers, talk some tailgating. Let's get the ace. <laughs> Ace Rezon, what's going on, brother? Who day? Who day, baby? Who day? Oh, my bad. I said who day, baby. I'm sorry. I, is that, <laughs> I think that's true. I, th- I think Sean has a trademark. They can't say that. My, my, that's my, his my, birthday, so it's all right. Exactly. Happy birthday to Sean. And like I said, thank God I'm not as old as him, even though I think right, I'm older. Right. We, we, we established it before the show started that I'm actually older than him, but whatever. 
So what's going on, man? You uh, what are you doing in the off season? You, you, what what does a super fan do in the off season? Oh shoot, I, I think I'm still licking my wounds over from, uh, the way the the season ended. It was a rough way to end, but uh, yeah, you know, I'd rather it end the way it did than you know the way it used to, <laughs> ten years ago. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. Yep. I'll I'll, hey. t- I'll take this compared to. Ten years ago, hell, twenty years ago, when we didn't have a shot at anything, so I'll take it. Sucks, but I'll I'll take this. Yeah, it's definitely a lot more fun to watch the playoffs when your team is a major player. Oh hell yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. So all right, let's talk about that real quick before we get into all the tailgate and everything. Where are you at as far as uh, the Bengals and you know everything? The big thing is Joe's contract. T's coming up. All what are the Bengals going to do? You know where where are you at on this? Well, I mean, we know we know Joe's going to get his contract, so yeah. I'm not too worried about that. Um, T is one that we got to, you know, we got to wonder what's going to happen there. Right, Mike Brown, he is he does like his offense. He likes he likes flashy offensive players. So I got to believe that he's going to try to figure out a way to keep T. Well, I kind of I I kind of wonder, and people think I'm crazy for this. I think Joe's going to get paid, but I don't know. There's part of me, I keep going back and forth with this, where I don't know if Joe is going to take every single dollar that he can get. I don't know if those three guys are built that way. Because I, I, just listen to what Jamar said. And I had Jay Morrison on here, and and he, he he's like, well, Jay goes, well, he thinks, he said Jamar say, thinks this, I'm like that Joe's going to, you know, potentially leave some money there for everybody else. Do don't like think we talk about it? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, you know, the way Joe's been since he's been here, he's all business. I think I, I don't know that he's here for the money. He's going to get money. Yeah. Uh, I think he really does want to win. And I know if he he does, I don't think he wants to handicap us. But then again, you know, we, we're not going to know until it happens. Right. I mean, we, we all can, can, can think, well, you know, how much money can you spend? Well, I mean, if you've never had money, right. <laughs> you know. Well, I've never been a millionaire. I mean, it's easy for me to say, ah, oh, just take less. Well, that's the other thing, though. He said, from what I understand, he's not spending any of his contract money. He's living off endorsement money. Right. I'm sure he's got plenty of that, too. So he's right. not. I mean, just count it all up at the end of the day. Don't worry about it then. Yeah, exactly. I, I think hopefully it gets done here soon. I got a feeling. I think it's going to get done uh, before uh, free agency or the draft or any of that stuff starts. That, that's maybe, maybe it's me and my orange colored sunglasses, but that, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's good. Then we know what, what we've got to spend. And well, yeah, you got to start with Joe first. You got to get that done before you can do anything else. It just, I mean, you'd be stuck like the, the like the rap birds are where they can't, they have this money and they can't sign Lamar and they can't, they don't know what, you know, to spend it on anything else. Cause they got this money allotted for him. So that's yeah. where. Yeah. Yeah, man, they don't. They, he doesn't have any wide receivers up there either. I don't think he wants to play there. <laughs> I don't know what he wants to do, man. That's yeah, not our problem. I guess it kind of. Yeah, I, I think they should trade him. That's what I would do. Right, right. Trade him. See <laughs> exactly. All right, so let's get into this this tailgating tailgating business here. You meet. We're talking about this uh, a couple years ago. We had there was an article that came out that really ticked me off about how Cincinnati was one of the worst places to tailgate. And I said. Are you serious? Have you been here? We got Bomb Squad. We got Bomb Squad West. We got Bengal Trailer. We got we got gyms. We got so many great. We got the banks to go hang out. There's so many great places to do. I mean, what is the tailgating like? Because you've been to multiple yeah. different stadiums. What's tailgating like in Cincinnati compared to, to everybody else? Oh, we've got. I mean, there are. I've been to some great tailgates outside of Cincinnati, but Cincinnati is that's the best place to tailgate. I'm a, I'm going to stick with that. And I'll say it. I love inviting people from other cities. Um, introduce them to some Skyline Chili or some Geta, uh, stuff they've never heard of before or seen before. Uh, but, I mean, I haven't had too many people come that didn't say that they had a blast. They had a great time. Uh, we got Minnesota coming again this year. They were just here two years ago, and they brought a home last time. I wouldn't doubt that we have even more of them this, this yep. next I remember that. I remember that. So, 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 Chris, how did you get your name? How did you get Ace Raison? Raison. Raison. <laughs> I keep going to say raison, be the French raison. Raison. <laughs> uh, well, the ace, because I'm a big Kiss fan, grew up a Kiss fan. In high school, I had an Ace Fraley T-shirt. I wore to high school every day that it, when it was clean. I'd, so, And then uh, I think I was telling you this earlier. Somebody actually came up, and I had my name written on a piece of paper or something that covered up the N-E on my last name. And they're like, yeah, see, you are you are ace. And I'm like, right. just kind of stuck. 
<laughs> then uh, the raison is a little more. There's a little more of a story of that. I used to play basketball with my dad and his buddies. We'd run up and down the court, and somebody would holler out, "Who's covering Ray's son? <laughs> Who's got raison? Somebody get on raison!" And so I guess they didn't want to remember my name. They just called me Raison. Raison. Yeah. So just put the two nicknames together, and there you, you know, go name unless you're in Malaysia where it's the name of a uh, uh, like a Centos type of place where they make unif- work uniforms. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Alright, so how did you how did you get into the whole uh, tailgate scene, the tailgate hall of fame, the pro football, if I say this right, pro football ultimate super fan hall Ult- of fame? Is that- so- yes, pro football ultimate fan association. Thank you, I know I messed it up. <laughs> the PFUFA we call it. How did all that come about? I mean, it started, I mean, the whole Bengals, my dad bought season tickets when I was nine years old back in 81. Okay. So I'm aging myself here. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not too far behind you there. <laughs> right. Like that's a, that was a pretty doggone good year. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the first year with the Stripes, mm-hmm. uh, Kenny Anderson, MVP, took tore, tore the league up. Yes, sir. Super Bowl, and I was heartbroken. It's yep. been the only time I ever cried after after a football game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't me too. Cry hard. I had a couple of tears, but it was still heartbreaking. But man, that was that was a lot of fun. So Dad started taking me to games, um, and uh, you know, I went to I went to a bunch of games with him. I haven't missed a Bengals home game since '96. Oh, not nice. Not counting the the Chargers 2020 game. You're right. There outside the stadium at Bengals. Like, Let me in. <laughs> we were out there. We scored a touchdown. We was all blowing our horns. I don't know if they heard us inside or not, but uh, um, so yeah. I mean, it started out. We would just go down to Applebee's on the river before the game, and then my dad called up one day. This was about 20, 21 years ago, and he's like, "Hey, we're down here at Longworth Hall. We've got a grill set up. You need to come over here." And uh, I remember, I'm pretty sure it was the first time we played Eli Manning as rookie year. So I'll have to figure that out if that was 02 or 03. Pretty sure. But I think, I think it was 03. Yeah, that might have been it. But uh, yeah. no, and it was cold out. And yeah. We went there and I was like, man, look at all these people playing cornhole and blasting music on the stereo. I was like, this is really cool. I was like, what the heck are we going to Applebee's for? <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, we've tailgated down there for every game so how did you, how did it go from you guys tailgating down there to, to the bomb squad to you into the uh, hall of fame okay so well it started out with uh i met the bomb squad uh 2012 and this is a good story big john will love me telling this story <laughs> but uh, we went to st louis to see the Bengals play the rams okay and uh we kind of had this mentality. We're going to go there. And we're going to show these people in St. Louis how to tailgate. We're going to, we're going to rock them out. We pull in the lot. First thing in the morning, there, there are two guys in the lot, two guys and their wives. And that was it. It was Ram man and who day baby. <laughs> man, look at these guys. They look cool as hell. It's like, <laughs> pictures taken with them. We go in, we set up our gear. And about an hour later, uh, big John Robinson pulls in with his Bengal bomb squad bus sets it up and uh they were they were partying and it was awesome and the thing that i really liked about it was all the rams fans were over there partying with them right they were playing flip cup against each other and making it i mean and everybody's high-fiving and i was like yeah this is this is a lot cooler than it is to you know razz them and harass them it's right a lot more fun to hang out with them have fun exactly exactly so how did you how did you find out about about the uh the uh the super fan hall of fame well so well the so i mean well after i met those guys you know it started i got to be buddies with uh big john and we you know we just started trading off ideas and this and that you know i adopted a lot of the stuff he does you know kind of made ours a little bigger and yeah you know, that's what was my that's always my goal is what can i do to make mine a little bigger a little better right um but uh so i was in kansas city uh for a game and uh I, I went into the bathroom and I'm looking at a guy next to me. He's wearing an Andre Smith jersey. He's got arrows sticking out of his body everywhere, out of his hat and out of his jersey. And I'm like, and I realized who it was. It was Arrow Man, Chief, Chief Superfan Arrow Man, who I'd seen on TV a bunch of times. I'd seen him in Sports Illustrated. And I was like, holy cow, you're Arrow Man. I was like, I got to shake your hand. He was like, well, wait till we're outside. 
until we're done in here. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we met outside. I got a picture with him, and he gave me his trading card. Okay. Just a logo on there. So I was like, what the heck is this? So I, I go on, I looked it up on the online and the first thing that pops up was a picture of Big John and Hootay Baby. I was like, I know these guys. What the <laughs> heck's going on here? Damn it, can't get rid of Hootay Baby. He's everywhere. Right. <laughs> but, uh, so by the end of the year, you know, I had done some charity work with them. I'd helped them out with some stuff and uh, Tailgate 32 was doing a documentary at each stadium. Um, they couldn't get in the Big John's lot, so they came and tailgated with us. You know, and I set them up and took care of them, got them over to John's later. And um, all right, so about the end of the year, uh, I got a draft card to be in the Pro Football Ultimate Fan Association. I was like, man, I learned. I was, I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so, so what what does all, all that all entail? Like, uh, you actually have to like uh, get nominated. You have a coin. You guys do stuff yeah. for the Hall of Fame. I'll, I'll, I'll explain some of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, like it originally started out. It was the the Visa Hall of Fans. Visa okay. did a program where they were uh, they would uh, elect people, elect fans into the Hall of Fame, and I guess they would have them up come up to Canton. Uh, they would march in the parade. They would visit kids in the hospital, the children's hospital, um, um, do all kinds of stuff, and then they would do like charity events with the the J Babe Third Center, which is a boys and girls club up there, right. Give, supplies and all that well after four or five years uh visa shut the program down okay stopped the nom- electing people but the people that were already in they didn't want to stop doing what they were doing so they they organized it and they created the pro football ultimate fan association and they they decided they said well how are we going to make new members well we're going to go out and scout and uh meet people if they if we think they they meet all of our requirements as far as you know mission and uh, charity they, they're big on charity they're big on fellowship and sportsmanship and uh i was fortunate enough that uh, the guys that were in there john and sean felt that i was a good fit i got a draft card i got interviewed uh, i had to go up and you know they make you do a lot of you know, if somebody needs a beer, you got to go get a beer. <laughs> you're, you're the rookie. <laughs> yeah, initiation kind of stuff. But I, I guess I made a good enough impression while I was there. They, I was lucky enough they let me in. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I want to. I, I, not to, I'm trying not to change the subject here, but I got a message from Ken, one of my loyal listeners, and prayers for you, Ken. He can say he got crushing, heartbreaking news today that my sister has advanced stages of metastatic. I'm probably. In what basically she has cancer, I can't read those words. It spread to both her lungs and thyroid, thyroid glands. I'm very, very sorry to hear that, Ken. You know, honestly, uh, prayers for you and your family. You know, so everybody in the chat, you know, let's put a prayer up for Ken. That that is that sucks to go through that. I, I I've I've lost lots of family members to cancer, so I I from the bottom of my heart, dude. Seriously, that 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 is really heartbreaking. So hang in there, and uh, we'll, we'll keep you in our thoughts and prayers. So yeah, yeah, I've been through that too with family members, and yeah, I'm I'll pray for you, brother. Yeah, exactly. Can- cancer sucks. I mean, I've, I've I've lost aunts, uncles. It's uh, it's not a good disease. It's it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> not to not to just roll on past that, but I wanted to, I wanted to give Ken a shout out there. What, what's up, Chris? I'm just hanging out, enjoying the this beautiful weather here in Northern Kentucky. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, hey, tell me real quick about the uh, the coin that you guys get as, as the the holiday because it was some <laughs> some interesting stories you're telling me before about the coin, where oh, yeah. it came from, what what people do with it. You know, yeah. Once you become a member of the uh, the PFUFA, they give you a challenge coin. Actually, I actually have mine right here. Um, so they give these when you get when you they put you in. Mm-hmm. Um, this is based off of what they do in the military, right? You're, Remember, you get an army coin, um, uh, Navy, Air Force, Marines. You you get a challenge coin. Basically, what it is, say you go out and you're at a bar drinking with your buddies, and another military member comes in. You can challenge that person. Say, "Hey, where's your coin? You have it." And if they don't have it, uh, they've got to buy a round of drinks, or they have to do some push-ups, or whatever it is. I guess you get to make them do it. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, some of the people in the PFUFA. They can be vicious about these challenges. Not you at all, right? You're a nice guy about it, right? Oh, I am a nice guy. I try not to. 
I, I have been in many situations where I actually didn't have my coin and I'm very sly about not getting caught. <laughs> and I've also had, well, like, you know, they're all watching right now. They're, they're going to get you now that you're admitting this. Right, right. Well, no, I mean, I'm pretty good about having it on me, but I've also had a, yeah, no, my friend Vicky who had one year, we were up in the Indianapolis for the, uh, the combine. Yeah. We were hanging out outside tailgating in the snow which was crazy idea at the time, but uh, I had forgot my coin. I left it in the hotel. I didn't tell anybody, but I knew she was still there. So I text her and I said, Hey, go to the front desk, get a key to my room and bring my coin, please. <laughs> we went and got it. And before she brought it to me, she posted a picture of it on Facebook and said, look what I got. <laughs> so, <laughs> it didn't take long for everybody that was there to, you know, they had me doing push-ups pretty quick. <laughs> You're like, hey, we got it on, on camera. You didn't have your coin. <laughs> That's right. Yo, they they videotaped me doing the push-ups, and I called her a snitch. <laughs> how, many, how many push-ups did, you make, did they make you do? Uh, back like 10. <laughs> so, but, I think I could do 10, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, not too bad. <laughs> so, so I got to tell everybody, when I show up, like me and Chris were talking about this before, you know, Sean, who did baby does a really good job of, of pacing himself. So does Chris. I, on the other hand, don't. I'm working on it. I'm trying to get better. And Chris, you're just saying the problem with you is, is, is shots, all the free shots you get there. Yeah. And there. I go, you're the one that gives me all the shots. We do the, the flight every time. I'm like, <laughs> so the funny thing is, if you saw the, the beginning of the show and the picture of me and him, I'm, I'm a little taller, Chris. So when we do the flight, I got I to bend over like this <laughs> to make we'll sure get, I, I get you a stool to sit on next time. <laughs> Right, exactly. I need to get a stool. Yeah, because you know, I'm like taller than. See, like freaking everybody. I'm like, do you not have any tall people at your at your tailgate? It's just me. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we we probably wouldn't have a good basketball team. At that. <laughs> not be a couple guys, but <laughs> exactly. So so how many people? How many Bengals fans are are in the Hall of Fame? You you, you rattle them off. I didn't realize there's that many in there. Oh, the ultimate fan. Um. I don't let's see the exact number. We've got Tony the Tiger just got in. Right. Uh, Jim. Uh there's Mel. There's Big John. There's Who Day Baby. Uh who am I missing? Uh Fireman Andy, myself. And then we've got uh Joe and Judy. They're still members. They're not active members now, but um they're still as far as when we have a meeting, they're a part of the meeting. So um so that's what about nine people there, and we have actually my friend Vicky. I just mentioned she right. got a draft card this year, so she is now on her way through the uh, the initiation awesome. or the uh, how I guess the the draft. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. committee. So, so, so what's uh, the biggest thing I always see you guys do is Hall of Fame weekend. I've seen I've seen Joe, Joe, J- Jim go live and and Tony Tiger and these guys, and, you, and you've gone live a couple times where you, you're in the parade and stuff like that. What all do you guys do Hall of Fame weekend? It looks like a blast. Yeah. Um, now, we used to do a lot more than we do now. We used to visit children's hospitals, you know, and visit the sick kids and give them trading cards. Uh, we do the first play at the Hall of Fame. That's the first official NFL event of the of the new season. Really? What's, what's yeah. the first play? What, what is that? They, uh, it's, I think they start at the spot where uh, in Canton where the NFL was founded. Okay. And they kids for about two miles all the way up to the front steps of the Hall of Fame. And they pass a football all the way down from the original spot to the front door of the, uh, the Hall of Fame. Okay. And so they, the Hall of Fame, they've invited us to come down, you know, cheer these kids on. And then we hand them, we all have trading cards we make. And I mean, it's funny because we'll be walking around, you know, we'll have NFL Hall of Fame players walking around with us. That's awesome. Like James Law, I'm standing next to James Lofton, and these kids, they don't care about him. They want to meet me. Or they want, <laughs> yeah, they like, want yeah. to meet Step back, James Lofton. Yeah, yeah. Ace yeah. here. Go ahead. Yeah, you, you stay back there. <laughs> so it's, and it's it's a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, we get to do the, the opening day parade. But then right after the parade, and this is one of the cool things about the, the charity work that we do up there. We go to the Boys and Girls Club up there, the J. Babe Stern Center. Right. And we give out school supplies to all the kids. And I know, you know, these kids up there, they don't have a lot. Right. And um, 
So they come to us and they get a backpack full, full of school supplies. Then they can go to each table, which has got fans from each team. Right. So you'll go up to the Falcons table and they'll give you, you know, they give you a, a notebook with the Falcons on it. And then you come to our table and you'll get a coloring book with Bengals fans in it. And uh, you go to the Packers and get a poster. It's, it's just all kinds of cool stuff. And we give out 200 uh, bicycles. Oh, wow. And I'm like, yeah, we'll draw a, draw a number and pick out a kid and somebody, they kids go home with bikes and school supplies and they're, they're set for the, for the year. And Dude, uh, that's, that's awesome. I, I think it sounds like a, an absolute blast. I mean, I, 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 I just recently, I mean, I tailgated, but I just recently in the last three years got to know all you guys. And, and I think it's, it's, it's awesome what you guys do. I mean, you, you, you like tailgating is like, like, okay. Like I told you before, like I didn't know people had, tailgates that anybody could show up to like when i was up until like three years ago i would just go to longworth and we'd set up you know my truck or whoever whoever's driving and me and my friends and my family would just hang out there and tailgate you know and we yeah. talked to everybody around us i had no idea that there's bomb squad there's bengal gym bengal Tri- i didn't know any of this stuff and yeah. it's cool what you, you guys because all of you guys are in the hall of fame right well yeah we got the tailgating hall of fame those four groups that you just messaged they're all members of the tailgate hall of fame and the cool thing about that group, so is, so 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 there's a difference between the tailgate hall of fame and the super fame. Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay, okay. Tailgate hall of fame. It's it's more for like a it's a group, you know. And I'm I'm really proud of that one because you know everybody that's in my crew. I mean, I can't do that tailgate by myself. Oh, hell no, no, absolutely not. I got Greg does all. Greg does most of the work. You guys got to meet Greg's a great guy. Quiet storm. He's kind of quiet. <laughs> but, uh, um, he doesn't talk much. <laughs> yeah, he's well, you, you get to know him. He'll talk. He'll, he'll talk. <laughs> I think I think I've I think I've met Greg. I'm pretty sure I, I have. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got people that come down and cook every week. Um, I mean, we've got a pretty good crew. And yes, we do, do. Get, we have a I mean, we got our tailgate, we're at Longworth. Yep. And we have a lot of people coming and going. Right. So I mean, we could end up with like 200 people there, but they're not all there at the same time. Right. They kind of they come in, they they hang out with us for a little bit. Like you said, Who Day Baby, he starts out with us. And this is what he tells. This is what his plan every day, every game day is he comes, he hangs out with us, and we cook breakfast early in the morning. Uh, because we get there before you get there before I do. <laughs> yeah, get down there depending, yeah, six or seven in the morning, cook up some breakfast, cook up some getta. Um, so he hangs out with us, has breakfast, he kind of does a sweep around long work, says hello to you know, whoever he knows there. Then he'll walk over to Bengal Jim's, hang out there, get him a cigar, see what they're cooking over there. Then he'll go to Bengal Trailer and get a, a gas can to the face. I got to do that. I got to do that next year. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. Definitely an experience. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> and then he winds up back at the original Bengal Bomb Squad. So right. he makes it all the way around the stadium. And I do that sometimes because I don't like to be too far away from my tailgate for too long. Um, so I, I do venture over and visit Big John's Bomb Squad at least once. Um, so so how how did how did uh, the original Bomb Squad and Bomb Squad West? How did you guys come up with that? Uh, well, and, and, and and why? I'll put it that way. How and why? Like you said, he said you can just go to anybody's tailgate, right? We yep. don't ask anything, but you know they. It is nice to get a donation, right? Now Big John, he'll he'll ask for donations and. Um, you know, and a part of that would go to, to some charity. But when you give a donation, he's going to give you something back. Right. Uh, you'll get a, you know, it could be a T-shirt. It could be a hat. It could be a poster. Um, it could be a, a patch you could put on your jersey. All kind. I mean, it's it's always something cool. So um, he asked me if I wanted to start, you know, maybe pushing some of that stuff, raise some money for charity at my tailgate. So I would go meet him every morning. And I would get a box of T-shirts, take it to mine, and we'd see what kind of money we could make from donations. And uh, so he asked, just asked me one year. He's like, what do, you, what do you think about calling yourself uh, Bengal Bomb Squad West? And I was like, jokingly. I was like, we already do. <laughs> we already do that. So, and then, uh, so that's how he, I got nominated. My tailgate got nominated for uh, Tailgate Hall of Fame. So how, how does that, somebody, somebody has to actually nominate you that's already in it, right? Um, 
I guess, well, somebody, I, I don't know, the word gets back to Hans. Hans is a Buffalo Bills fan that lives in Detroit, and he's been to every stadium. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's the one that organized the Tailgate Hall of Fame, and he's got a website. Now, if you're ever going on a road trip, I recommend getting on that website and seeing whose tailgate is in the Hall of Fame because that's where you want to go. That's a good idea. I, I've been to multiple places, and the only place I ever go is wherever Jim's at usually. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's one. But if you're looking for like a local, Jim always has a great tailgate. Oh, yeah. Jim has but, uh, he does an awesome job. Yeah, if you want to like check out how they do it in another city. Right. Yeah, that'd be interesting, right? You want to go for and, a, and they'll, they'll welcome you and they won't they won't give you shit about being the, the other, you know, right. the other team. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, you might get a little razz, but nobody's ever threatening. Right, right, right. <laughs> now, you're not going to get in a fight. <laughs> right. I mean, I have people contact me all the time. I had a guy from a New York Giants fan, what, two years ago. He was like, hey, I saw you on this website. Uh, can I come and tailgate with you? Like, absolutely. Bring it on, man. Uh, like, just bring some beer, whatever. We'll cook for you, whatever you want to do. It's all good. The, the, the jalapeno hot dogs are the best. Oh, it's, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. my God. I, I have to eat those every morning when I get there. Those are, those are, mm, they're, I, I like hot stuff, so <laughs> it works for me. You got to get the spicy ghetto then. Yes. I yeah. have to try that. Yeah. See, my, see my problem. It's probably gone by the time you get there. I know because you guys get there so damn early. I'm like, I, I keep hearing about it. I'm like, right, yeah, right. I want some of that. Like, oh, that's gone. Tagged on it. So, see, my wife says I'm crazy because I want to get. I'll get down there like eight o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I was like, Chris and Sean are already down there. Right, I'm like, right. I'm not that crazy. They're already there. <laughs> well, I mean, four years ago, you could get down there at eight o'clock and not have to worry about your spot, but now we got more. Oh, we got jackpot Joey lighting it up. Yep, exactly. Got to get there early. Otherwise, yeah, we're going to lose our spot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because Longworth, they don't save any spots. You just, you just get there and you get what you get. Yeah, you can go in the night before if you want. <laughs> you can. I, I've, I've seen them because I work on Saturday, Saturdays. I've seen people sitting there already. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> so yep. how did you come up with, with your get up? The pom-poms, the face paint, all that. So how did you come up with that? All right, well, who day baby will love this because he tells everybody I'm <laughs> we're, we're giving we're giving who day baby way too much credit on the show. I just gotta say that right now. I'm, I like the name drop. <laughs> <laughs> He's my hero. <laughs> anyway, no. So it was after I saw them and I was like him and Ram Man. I was like, these guys, man, they're they're freaking awesome. They look cool. It's like you know, like I said, I grew up a KISS fan. So the the, the idea, the face paint, and I was like, that's pretty cool. I mean, me and the neighborhood kids used to dress up and, you know, do concerts in the side yard for the whole neighborhood. So, there you go. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to paint my face next week for the next game. <laughs> and that's been uh, that's been uh, 11 years now. I've painted my face for every game since then. How'd you the the, the pom-poms? The, here's from back in high school. I had the mullet. I had the classic. Oh, yeah. Everybody did. <laughs> and um, I remember going. I was, I was we didn't call it okay. We, at least my friends, we never called it a mullet. No, we just long, heard the term until long after I'd cut. Yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> but um, when I was a kid, I'd go to the games with my dad. You know, they give out a little giveaway when you come in, and I felt like they give out pom poms a lot. And I would always stick them in the back of my hat. Right. The first game I went to with my face painted, they were handing out pom poms. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I was like, well, I guess this is going to be part of the attire from now on. <laughs> That's awesome. But other things just gradually came to it. I've got a big, long tiger stripe. I love, I, dude, I love your coat. That That is, uh, uh, yeah. you look like a freaking pimp. Well, I love that coat. That's what it was. It was a Halloween costume. It was yeah. a costume. And I thought, well, I'll wear this to a game once in a while. So and then I'd wear it. And then when I didn't wear it, everybody would be like, where's your coat? You got to wear the coat. <laughs> yeah, well, it's 9,000 degrees. You got to wear the coat. <laughs> well, the Vikings game two years ago. Oh. Yeah. Opening oh, day, it was. Yes. Oh. Well, I got there. I was like, I'll wear it in. Then I'm going to take it off when we get in. Yeah. So I wore it in, and I kept it on most of the first quarter. And when I took it off, then we go for it on fourth down at our own 30-yard line or something like that and turn it over. <laughs> and I'm like, then these things just started to go south. I was like, all right, I got to put the coat back on. <laughs> yeah, put the coat back on. <laughs> I might pass out wearing it, but I got to wear the coat. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Uh. There's uh, what was the other thing I was going to ask? You? I can't remember what it was now. I, I, this is why I was trying to write stuff down. I, I already forgot. Right. So uh, the the hat you got your own hat, right? So is that something that, that people can buy? 
Um, I could probably get one made for you. Um, my son had this picture drawn for me, and uh, I guess when he bought it, it came with a copyright to it. Um, and this was actually a Christmas present from him and his girlfriend one year. And a lot of people were like, that's really cool. So I asked, I asked him, I was like, can you guys put that on a T-shirt? Yep. So I actually had some T-shirts made, and um, I'd sell them, and I'd make, maybe get like a $5 profit on it, and I would give that to the J-Babe Center up in Canton. All right. And I, seeing that the pictures, because the original picture is actually in color, and I have something else right here. This is a sandal that my son had made for me. Oh, cool. Yeah. People were like, man, you're so vain. You got your own picture. I was like, well, I didn't buy him. It was a gift. Come on. <laughs> so, so I have a question. Who started the, the, the sticking her tongue out? Because Simmons. <laughs> yeah, I know he did. But uh, who did maybe does it? You do it, Big John. I mean, hell, I'll do it when I take pictures with you guys. Well, <laughs> I know well, Big John is a big Kiss fan. I know Sean's, he's not a big Kiss fan. But uh, like he says, he goes, I don't ever know what to do with my face when they take a picture. I just figure it's easier to just stick my tongue out. <laughs> yeah. I was doing this long before I met these guys. It's the same, same way Big John picked up on us because we were big Kiss fans growing up. And like I said, we would paint our faces when we were kids and do the lip sync concerts or whatever out in the yard. And that's when I started doing it. It was. <laughs> yeah, I, I told you earlier, you, you got to go back and watch my uh, interview. I had, I had Doc McGee, McGee on my show uh, last summer. That's awesome. Yeah, that was that was a really cool interview. I I, I got that. He told all, all kinds of cool stuff on there, but it was, I, I like I said, I've never been a huge Kiss fan, but I do I do like Kiss. I, I do, and and watching them in concert is way better than listening to them on their on their records. He's been a he's been a manager of a lot of bands. Yes, he has. Seen the movie The Dirt about Motley Crue. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So he was their manager for a while. Now, oh yeah, he had he had a ton of stories about about the crew. Those boys are crazy. Yeah, that's pretty. That was a pretty cool movie. <laughs> All right. So, what, what what's your? So we, we we're we're older here. So we, we both remember the uh the the team before the stripes. We remember eighty one. Remember eighty eight. We all went through. We went through the nineties, and now we went through the Marvel years, and now we're we're here where we are legitimately a Super Bowl contender every year. Right. And I, I don't know about you, but there's times in my life that. I never thought this would happen, to be honest. I mean, I, it, 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 to, to, to get where we're at is just still mind-blowing to me sometimes that I could actually, like, I don't want to say talk shit, but I can really talk about my team right? and how, and, and how good we are, and, and they can back it up. What, yeah. What's that like? What, what's that feel like to you? Because, I mean, it's 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 an adrenaline rush for me. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it is different. I mean, I mean, after the, after the Dave Shula years, uh, uh, Bruce Coslett and then Dick LeBeau and uh -huh. you know then Marvin came in and that, he turned it around he got oh, yeah. the, uh, for whatever reason we just we couldn't get over that first playoff game I was like man gotta take are we cursed did Art Modell curse us <laughs> you know it's like right. uh, well he cursed us and the Browns apparently but uh, <laughs> right and, uh, so I don't know and it, it's once we got uh, Joe Burrow, everything changed. I mean, yep. it's it like, I mean, yeah, that was rough when he when he blew his knee out. I mean, okay. I, I keep saying it this way: if he didn't blow his knee out, then we would have got Jamar. Right, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You heard you talking about that yesterday, um, and that's great. I mean, that's maybe that's was the way it was supposed meant to be. But uh, well, that's the thing. It's like like Chris is like this: the the, the back to back drafts of, of twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. Don't happen to the Bengals. Like we've had those picks before, but they right. didn't turn out. We had Big Daddy. We had Kajana Carter. They yep. didn't turn out. These two back-to-back -back picks, these guys are on a Hall of Fame trajectory. I mean, that doesn't happen for us. Well, you know, but when we thought we had that with Palmer, we had Palmer and Ocha oh, yeah. and Hushmanzada, and you know, kind of had that feeling that we were pretty good. I know that. Well, then we went to the 2015 season. I really, I think we would have won the Super Bowl. That I know we would have had home field advantage if Andy Dalton didn't break us up. Yeah, I and and I think Andy Dalton would have won the MVP. He was he was on pace for it. He was on fire. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely on fire. It was, but it was man, that was yeah, that was a rough year. And then to lose lose the playoff game the way again to those guys again. <laughs> it's oh, dude, I was so depressed after that. I'm just like, and that's the thing. It's like, like I was telling you before, we, we both went to the. Uh, 
the uh, playoff game this year at Kansas City, which I'm, I didn't even see it. I didn't know you went until <laughs> until talking to you before the show. And when Joseph Osai, God love Joseph Osai, he, he had a great game. He made a boneheaded play, which, you know, let's be honest, Patrick Mahomes threw himself into the 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 the, the bench. I'll just say that. He made a little worse yeah. than it was. He did hit him out of bounds. A little bit. Either way. <laughs> yeah, just for, for to watch that kick go through, I just put my head down. I was like, oh. Yeah. I, I, my son was pissed. I'm like, but I've never been more devastated than that 2015, 2016, it was probably 2016 playoff game against the Squealers. That one just – because I remember I looked at my son. He was – 15 at the time, I said, before all everything went down, I was like, we're going to win our first playoff game. I'm like, holy right. crap. I jinxed us. Right. <laughs> I'm like, you know, when that happened, I'm like, oh, I just sat there, like, staring at TV, like, you've got to be kidding me. So that one hurt so bad. Yeah. I mean, I was I was numb. I came out of there and I was like, right. I, but yeah. I honestly, I think the, the game in 05, <sighs> I felt worse at that one. Yeah. In the stands when, when Palmer goes down, I was mad. Text messages from people saying, oh, his career's over, his knees destroyed. And Kitna, Kitna's a fine backup quarterback, but he he takes three weeks to warm up. He wasn't <laughs> gonna beat the Steelers that day. Yeah. I, I just uh I was mad. I was so because I was I was like, finally, we got a team. It's gonna happen for us this year. And I was like, uh, and then Kimo the assassin, I call him Kimo Van Olhofen. Yeah. Former band. Oh, yeah. Did on purpose or not? I don't think he did on purpose, but either way, it still sucks. Right? Because the thing is, on that play, everybody keeps forgetting too. Chris Henry got hurt on that, so we didn't not only lose Palmer, we lost Chris Henry on the same freaking play. And I was, I'm like, like this is only happens to us, and that's where yeah. I'm like, what we have now, right, is amazing because we've always been waiting for that other shoe to drop, right? You know, I don't feel that way so much anymore, right? So, <laughs> Burrow's confidence, it's it's a it's contagious. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I mean, I feel good about it. I, you know, I'm I want to go to the road games and see him. I will, I'll spend that money to go watch Joe play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, wear, I, I wear my bet with stuff proudly because I I went to uh, so my, my my wife is from from Florida. She she grew up. She roots for the Bengals, but she is her team is the Buccaneers. She grew up rooting for them, so she that that's her team. She root for for the Buccaneers over the Bengals, but other than that, she roots for the Bengals. So for our 24th anniversary, we went down to Super Bowl in 2020 or 2021, but it was down in Tampa. That's the one that, that Brady won. Right. So we went down, we didn't go to the game, but we went down there, hung out with the family and, and we got to do the, the NFL experience. So I'm wearing my, my brand new uh, white uh, uh, jackpot Joey uh, Jersey walking around and I'll never forget this guy. And, and he, he, he walked by, I don't even know. I was just walking around. He goes, Bengals. I was like, yeah, why are you wearing Bengals? I said because I'm from Cincinnati and we got Jackpot Joe. We're freaking all. I said freaking. Well, I said the other word. Right. We're freaking awesome. He had, what I said. Just watch. I said, just watch. Yeah. I said, just watch. We're walking. Around. I said just watch. It's coming. Yeah, you know, I kept telling everybody. I said Joe Burrow is different. Uh, Joe Burrow is. It changes everything. And what's the Super Bowl? I, you know what's Super Bowl next year? And I'm like ever since then. And then the funny thing, Chris, is I went down after the Super Bowl last year, and we're hanging out at a bar with my sister all. And uh, so many, I'm wearing, I'm, again, wearing Bengals stuff. I wear <laughs> Bengals stuff almost every day, but wearing Bengals stuff. Random people will come up to me like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, we were rooting for you. And I hadn't, I'm like, oh, and I'm talking to my sister. I'm going, do you know this person? She's like, right, right. No, they're just coming to say hi to you because you're wearing Bengals stuff. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the narrative from one year to the next changed so much because yeah. of Joe Burrow. Oh, well, even, I mean, even though, we went to the Super Bowl last year. Nobody was counting on us to be any good again this year. Right. They, they were like, oh, Burrow's going to get sacked 100 times again and this and that, whatever you go. And even after we went out and got those three linemen, they, we were, what, they were still picking us to finish last in the division. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you know what? And it was, the, 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 the season started out pretty rough. And I, right. you know, I don't hear many people talk about it, but we didn't have any preseason for our starters. I mean, Joe Burrow, line. Burrow did, hasn't had a, a normal preseason since he's been here. Yep. No, no preseason in COVID. Then he was still getting over his knee surgery. And then he has his appendicitis this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, we got to, he's got to get out on that field a little bit before the game one, you know, get knocked out. Cause it took him. I mean, he didn't look good in the first game against Pittsburgh and he didn't look yep. good in the first half against Dallas. And then the right. second 
I guess he started getting yep. comfortable. Man, we need him to come out day one. And there's something else you said yesterday is we need to have that game against the Chiefs in the playoffs it has to be here next year. Yes, that has got to be a, a focal point on the Bengals this year. And, and we, we got to come out. They, Zach, Zach I, I agree with not getting you guys hurt, but you got to do something to make sure – let them play at least – I don't know, the first quarter of the final preseason game. It's right. something to get these guys ready to go so they're firing on all the same page coming out of the gate. We need to start 3-0, and 5-0. We need to get that number one seed. I'm tired of KC going to have to go to Arrowhead, which yeah. the funny thing is, Chris, we damn near back-to-back years won on the road and made it to the Super Bowl. We were that yep. close, dude. Yeah, and I mean, you think about the games that we lost this year. We lost, what, five games and – uh Four of them were by three points, yep. and we played really. They played really bad in two of those games. Mm-hmm. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe even the Ravens game, they probably could have played better. The, uh, the they could have won that game. You know, Tucker kicked the field goal and won it. Right, <laughs> right. Two of them were last second field goals. Yeah. So I mean, we were in it. I mean, and then we went ten in a row. I was like, I, I'm not afraid of anybody, dude. I'm not afraid of anybody at all. But one thing I, I, I will ask you this about, about uh, the off season here. Is and this is kind of where where I'm at. I think a major position that the Bengals have got to shore up because of injury is the right tackle spot. You got to figure out because I think L, if he's healthy, I think he's a good right tackle. I don't. The problem was last year he wasn't healthy most of the time, and I don't think he's gonna be healthy at the beginning of the year coming off an of ACL. Yeah. Are you are you drafting a, a right tackle uh, uh, first over first pick if, if you give it at 28? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really study the draft much until it gets right up on. I mean, I don't follow college football that close. I'm a Kentucky fan, so you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I'm a Bearcat fan, brother. So I, I feel your pain this year. Bearcats, too. So, but, um, no, it's, I mean, I don't know if there's a if there's a stud at the end of the first round, yeah, go for it. But you know, we're also looking at uh, we might need a linebacker, we might need a tight end. Um, I hope we get Hurst back because he was really I good. want Hurst back, yeah. I, I want to sign him, and that way we can draft a tight end later later in the rounds because it's supposedly a pretty big draft for tight ends. Yeah. The other thing you got to consider is DBs because I think, and I think we're all in a group, we're most likely going to sign Bell. Unfortunately, we're probably not going to sign Bates. But you got to replace uh, – I know uh, 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 Dax is going to replace Bell in the starting lineup, but you got to have somebody to replace Dax behind him. So that's why I think DB is right. another – position we have to try to look at you can never have too many defensive backs hell no absolutely not and that's what i was telling everybody yeah corner cornerback is like the most thankless job in all of sports yeah you cover a dude nine times out of ten you get burnt one time and then yeah you're the goat and i'm like oh you suck another five times i knocked the ball down (laughs) right right (laughs) yeah it's like whatever yeah Tell me about the uh, the jersey, the Bob Squad jersey. Where, where'd you get that at? Oh, this is one I found some uh, some website you can design your own jersey. I mean, it wasn't very expensive. Um, then I added the Bengals patch on it. I put a Bomb Squad patch on the sleeve. Um, I've got Ace Raisin on the back. Um, that's just something I designed. I bought ones. I bought a pair of them for my kids. I bought one for my dad's. We all got matching. Bengal Bomb Squad jersey. What's your, what's your number? What number you got there? I'm number 14. Ah, is that uh, any particular I, reason? <laughs> uh, well, when I was a kid, my two favorite sports players were Kenny Anderson and Pete Rose. Hey, oh, there you go. Yeah, so I always wore 14. Now, when we got went to the new jerseys, it was way too expensive to buy a number 14 jersey. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? My nickname is Ace. I'm going to buy a number one jersey and put Ace on. There you on. go. So, just kind of stuck with number one, but 14, still the number in my heart. So exactly. Yeah. I, I was, I like Kenny Anderson, but, but 81 was Collinsworth. And then people are going to give me crap about this because people I like, like Collinsworth. Con, 81 Collinsworth was rookie of the year. And, and I was, uh, I love Pete Rose. I was my favorite baseball player. But as far as Bengals goes, when I was a kid, Chris Collinsworth was my favorite Bengal. 19, uh, 1981, he came out of nowhere. People didn't, you know, didn't, didn't know about him. He goes and wins rookie yeah. of the year. I know I met him two or three years ago, and I told him, I was like, yeah, my dad bought tickets in 81. He goes, hey. And I said, yeah, I know. That was your rookie year. I watched every game you were you played in that. <laughs> so so you were actually at the Freezer Bowl then, right? No, I was – no, my dad went. Ah, yeah. okay. I didn't go to any games that year. I remember watching it. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I was nine years old. I was sitting at home watching it. But uh, I yeah, was... my, my my uncle, I always tell the story to show my my uncle had season tickets that year, and he went to the Freezer Bowl, and he said that's the coldest he's ever been. <laughs> and what? I remember he he went to Detroit for the Super Bowl, and he bought me. I wish I had the hat, which it might be in my closet. I have to go unbury it. But he bought me a striped Bengals hat. You remember the old like it was like almost like foam. Yeah. Yeah, I love those hats. Yeah. And they uh, about five or six, shoot, no, it's probably been 10 years ago. They came out with them again. They weren't exactly the same. Nah, I, I hope I hope I have it in there. I, I don't know. I got to well, find it. It was a one size fits all. Yes. I bought it because I loved it and it didn't fit me. <laughs> it was yeah. too tight. So it didn't la- I didn't wear it very often. Exactly. That, 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 that's uh, that, that's I remember this because uh, my uncle, I, I knew he, he told my dad that uh, he, he bought me something. It was my dad's brother. I knew he was going to the Super Bowl. And I remember he was coming. I don't remember if he's coming. I don't think he's coming straight from Detroit, but he's coming over to drop it off at a school night or whatever. And I couldn't sleep. I was like, what? what? You know, and I, so I'm like, what is it? And finally, I heard the door open. I heard him come in. I heard him, my dad talking. And he closed the door. And I'm like, Forget it. I'm getting out of bed. I ran, I ran downstairs like, what did he get me? What did he get me? <laughs> so he got me that hat. I'm like, sweet. I, I literally, I think I slept with that hat on, on my head that night. So I, yeah, I hope I still have it, but I have to go dig through my closet to, yeah. to find it. But Yeah, I'm in the process of uh, getting the man cave together to put all my stuff up in it. So it's, I've actually been getting online and looking up stuff from you know the, the first two Super Bowls. I got a pennant from the last one. Or no, I got a pennant from the last one, yeah. Actually, I have a pennant. That I know that's in the closet. I have a pennant from the eighty. I think it's the eighty-eight one. I think I, that's in my closet over here. Which I gotta. I gotta. There's so much stuff I gotta. I did take out or get to it. Bowl sixteen pennant. Did but you? It, doesn't, it doesn't have the teams on it. It just has the Super Bowl logo on it. Actually, I th- actually I take that back. I think mine is Super Bowl sixteen because mine has the Bengals helmet. Yeah, it is Super Bowl sixteen. I remember right now. So the Super Bowl sixteen has the Bengals helmet. And it has Pontiac, Michigan, and the date, and, and that's that says Super Bowl sixteen. I, I I don't know if it has Bengals and 49ers. or should be Sucky Niners. I, I still call them the Sucky Niners. I, okay, so people, are, my my son's like, he's like they're, they're not even they're they're not like they're, you, nobody cares about that anymore. I said I do. They beat us twice. And, yeah, and, and and Chris, this is where and people get on me about this, like because I hate that people call Joe Burrow Joe Cool. That has nothing to do with jackpot. You can call him whatever you want. I don't want to call him Joe Cool because that's what they freaking call Joe Montana. Right. I don't want to call him that. I, I would have called him anything else. I, I just don't call him Joe Cool. Uh, I just I'm like I hated that guy when I was a kid. Sorry. I actually saw an interview with the two of them together. Yep. Yeah, I was I was like that was a pretty good interview. I was like, you know what? Uh, after they after Montana left San Francisco. I actually rooted for him when he was at the Chief with with the Chiefs. It's like, did you? Yeah, I was like, I can let it go. I was like, I, I still hate the 49ers. I'm not going to hate on Joe. <laughs> yeah, I, I I hate the sucky Niners. I mean, I, to be honest, I think I kind of root for the Chiefs too. But I I still I, I don't know when they, when he said, yeah, he called Jekyll. Dude, that just triggered something in me. I'm like, no, <laughs> like don't call him that. Right. You call him Shasty, you call him a uh, a uh, uh, burr, 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 however the hell they say it. Call him Joe. Like, right. Don't call him Joe Cool. That, that's still just I don't know. That's just me. Like, don't I call him that. I get it. <laughs> like I like I like I, there's literally from the '88 Super Bowl in, in my childhood home. Well, the prize probably covered up now because my parents sold house. There are holes in the wall because I was so <laughs> mad and crying. Um, oh, Joe Montana to John Taylor. I was so yeah. mad. I yeah. was twelve. <laughs> I remember I was a nervous wreck going into that game because I kept thinking. I kept thinking, eh, we're I didn't I wasn't you know pumped up thinking we were going to win and then we came so close yeah i was like i felt like we were the better team in 81 we came so close all three times yeah. chris all three yeah. times we came close I'm like yeah uh, uh we'll get there we're going to get there we're going to get there this year i i gotta feel we're going to go to vegas and we're going to win this damn thing yeah yeah That's what and then, he, then next year we can do a repeat back in uh, their hometown in new orleans yeah baby let's go yeah that's right i'm down i'm down for that yeah. All right, Chris. Well, man, you've been on. Well, hell, we, we talked like a half hour before the show started. You've been on for like an hour and a half talking to me. So I appreciate you, man. Hey, tell tell people about Bomb Squad, where they can find you on Facebook or anything anything you want to promote before I let you go. Yeah, if you want to get on Facebook, I mean, we're easy to find on air. I, there's two pages. There's one for Bengal Bomb Squad and there's one for Bengal Bomb Squad West. Um, 
uh, like I said, I'm in the West. I'm at Longworth Hall. Anybody is welcome to come. I don't care who you root for. Uh, just come down and you know, just don't be an ass. Come down and have a good time, you know. <laughs> um, we just ask people, bring your own beer. If you want to make a donation, that's great. We'll be cooking. If you want to bring something for us to cook, we'll cook it. Um, like I said, we're a pretty laid back tailgate. We just go yeah. down have a good time. Um, I play some cornhole or something. Uh, Hell yeah. I still, you and me still got to play cornhole. We haven't, we haven't got to do that yet. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to make sure we get them out for that. We'll throw, we'll throw some bags out. Uh, Jungle Jerry wants to know if you're on Twitter. I am on Twitter. Um, it's my nickname, Ace Raisin, which should be on the screen there. Yep. Um, I'll tell you, if I'm, I don't really get on there a lot, but um, if you send me a message or something, I can, I, I'll get it. So yeah, I mean, the, look, the easier way to find you is is, is Facebook. Is that yeah, I'm on Facebook way more than I, than any person right. should. Bored. Bored. Start posting stuff. Yeah, I get on there and see what the rest of the world's doing. There you go. <laughs> All right, Chris. Well, man, I dude, this has been this has been an awesome hour. I, I I love I love talking to you about this stuff. I, I think this stuff is so cool. Of what you guys do and the tailgating game. I, I love tailgating. It's fun. I. I I'm lazy. <laughs> I don't want to put the work yeah. in that you guys do. I'll, I'll be honest, yeah. but I love hanging out with you guys. And it's so much fun. I'll hit, I'll hit you guys up. I'll hit bomb squad up. Then I'll go to Maddie's. I got to get the to, to trailer. And I, I got to get the gyms next year. I, I didn't make it to those two. Yep. Yep. Those are all the good ones. Yeah. Hit them all up and make a day out of it. It's better when you, it's a, when it's a later game for. Yeah. Well, uh, we, <laughs> you, you know what you need to do? You, you need to get the city of Cincinnati to give you those scooters, you know, and, and just make, make right. it make a few there and everybody just rent the scooters and ride around. Well, they're always laying around the parking lot. I just got to figure out how to how to make them work. I know there's an app or something you got to use. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's, a, there's an app for everything anymore, dude. Right. right. <laughs> All right, Chris Brotherwell. Appreciate you, man. Who day? Sure. I cut him off. <laughs> My bad. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Chris is a great guy. I have so much fun hanging out with him and who day baby and big John and everybody I hang out with at the, uh, the tailgates. It's an absolute blast. So if you guys ever want to come down and just tailgate and have a good time, get the, they get there earlier than anybody else. They beat me, you know, trust me. I would, if, if my wife didn't think I'm crazy when I don't want to get there at eight o'clock in the morning. These guys are down there like six, seven o'clock in the morning. So they are having a great time. So make sure you show up down there, go to bomb squad West, go to bomb squad. You hit Bengals trailer, you hit gyms. You can hit wherever the hell I'm at, wherever Maddie decides to park at. I, I show up there. So we have an absolute blast tailgating. It is so much fun. Anyway, let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And as always, I appreciate every single one of them. They are Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Radical Reds, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trotable. TikTok is at Iceman90. Now, Instagram, maybe somebody can help me out with this because I can't post anything on Instagram right now. For some reason, they took the button away for me to post stuff so I can read stuff. If you message me, I can answer it, but I literally can't post anything on Instagram right now. I don't know why. I'm kind of curious about that. Uh, if you miss any of the show, you can't sit here and watch it for an hour. You can check it out on the podcast. It'll be on later on tonight. It's on B-Pod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play pretty much wherever you get your podcast, please make sure you rate, like, and review. Leave a five-star review and a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, 2,112 subscribers. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Make sure you tell your friends, tell your neighbors about sports and strawberry ice. Try to get me to 3,000 here. I'd appreciate it. Other than that, you guys have a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you Monday. That's your sports, baby. See ya!